Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Recorded live. Hello, everyone. It's Jen Trollson, and this is our Sacred Circle August gathering. We're going to talk a little bit about the new moon, and I'm also going to talk about the sun entering into Virgo because that's always um, fun to also look at in combination with what the full moon is doing. Um, we'll do some gratitude for the last couple weeks. Um, and also for the month, looking back to the Leo, not the Leo, the Aquarius full moon. And then, again, the journal. We're going to also talk a little bit about our sacred guiding words. Um, I just like to call them sacred guides, but they're those healing words that, that guide us, so those touchstones. And then I'm going to pull cards for those of you live on the line. And at the end, I'm going to pull a healing ruin, which is super cool, too. Um, and it will be our kind of group guidance and direction. So before I go ahead and open the circle, the candle is already lit. I just want to let you know so you can write down on your calendar our next full moon gathering or sacred circle gathering. It's going to be September 24th at 11 a.m. And I think that is a Thursday. Yeah, it's a Thursday. So you can write that down right now if you'd like you have it. Um, I'm going to go ahead, just so we have a clean line, I'm going to go ahead and mute everyone. Um, but feel free, in fact, let's just do a quick technology check. Go ahead and unmute yourself with your mute feature on your phone. Let me see if that works. Let me try that either one of you or both of you. Okay, I don't see you unmuting. Um, so I'm trying to remember real quick what, I'm like, this is a good thing to always know. And I used to know it off the top of my head, and now I'm like, I don't remember. Um, I wanted to see what the... Well, I don't have it in front of me, so I'm not going to worry about it. I'll look it up later and let you guys know what the unmute feature is on your phone. Um, but I'll unmute you, and we'll circle together a couple times for questions. And at the end, of course, I'll definitely unmute you. So, all right. And then, of course, here we go. I like I had my document right here, and then it's gone. So let me pull up our little chime that so we have that as we open the circle, the candle's already burning. Just go ahead and take three deep breaths, sink into your bodies as we arrive in this space together. 
and then allow yourself to ground. We don't have to make it hard. We can just let it be easy, letting your bottom sink into your feet, feeling your feet flat on the floor. Really arriving right here and right now. Go ahead and imagine around your waist that you have this beautiful weighted belt and it is anchoring you so that you can even sink a little bit deeper into the earth. So that's a beautifully weighted belt that's around your hips around the area of your first chakra, go ahead and let grounding cords drop into the earth, letting them take shape or form however you'd like, letting yourself even be surprised at what they look like as they reach into the earth, all the way to its center, where the earth center is, imagining a, a heart heartbeat there. Let those cords wrap around her heart. And as you're imagining those cords, again, coming out through the other side of the earth, so they've now reached all the way through, imagine them being infused with earth energy. Those cords are just being infused with that nurturing, nourishing, replenishing energy totally supporting you in everything you do so you can just let go and be. As those cords come out the other end of the earth, they wrap around the earth and they come back up through the bottoms of your feet, making their way from the bottoms of your feet all the way to the top of your head at whatever speed is natural for you. Imagining that earth energy just filling you up, filling up your feet and your legs and your knees. I always imagine when those roots come back up and meet the bottoms of my feet and that earth energy makes contact with my physical body, that it turns into this like warm and yet cool soil that's just rich with the nutrients. And I just imagine that climbing up all the way through my body. once it does reach the top of your head, imagining the top of your head, the crown chakra opening up and a fountain of this earth energy, just spouting out. You have this beautiful earth energy running through you. Maybe taking a nice breath. really allowing yourself to let go and receive. And then connecting with source energy. So the crown of your head is already open because you have this earth energy coming out. Imagine that crown chakra, which is the top of your head, opening just a little wider. So that earth energy has come up, but it's moving to the sides and moving out like a fountain. And in the center, source energy is going to come down. 
I actually physically reach my hand up as if to summons it and make that connection. And it's like my hands and my palms turn inward towards my ears. So they're actually above my head but facing each other. Like I've, I'm creating this column for this source energy to come down. The source energy is that unconditional love, that divine knowing. And this energy, it takes with it and heals anything that no longer serves you. So again, not needing to do anything comes up. Simply receive this energy to move through you. Beautiful energy will make its way all the way from the top of your head all the way to the bottoms of your feet. When it gets to the bottoms of your feet, let it run into the earth. Mother Earth will take and repurpose and restore and recycle anything that it that source energy took down that no longer serves you. Allowing this beautiful connection of being grounded, connected with source. You can put your hand on your heart. Being here now, knowing that whatever whatever else is going on in your world, in your life, in your mind, in your heart, and your with your emotions, that you can return to that. But for right here and right now, gonna be you're gonna be and receive and be guided. And with your hands on your heart area. Actually, both of my hands went to my heart area. Imagine wherever the center of your being is. When I say that, let your attention go to wherever that might be. It might be in the middle of your head. It might be in your heart space. It might be in your solar plexus. Allow your attention to go to your center. And we're just going to put a magnet there. We're going to call back all your energies, all your pieces of and energy that has been expended today that you've been doing with projects, thoughts, people, any of that energy that was dispersed, that magnet is just going to pull that energy back to you now. That magnet is going to pull your essence back. I had to say that again because it sounded funny. Just allowing that to come back into your body, taking a nice big deep breath as it returns. All those bits and pieces, all those scattered. Hmm. I love doing that. I love doing that because even though at the beginning of this call I felt like I was here and totally present, it's like 
taking the time to actually tend to our energy and ground and center it just is like that little extra oomph, right? And how amazing is it when we take the time, it's just saying to ourselves, you matter, you're important, I have so much compassion for you, you are worth it, right? Uh, and you are worth it, you matter. And yet, we don't take the time to stop and call back our energy and ground and, and connect so uh, purposefully throughout the day. And maybe you do. Maybe you do. That's a general statement. That's a, that's a general statement about me. <laughs> I ebb and flow. How about that? I ebb and flow because there are times where I do this numerous times a day, and then there's other times where I do it in the morning, and that's all. Okay, so let's just open. Our circle is open. We are here. Welcome, welcome, sacred sisters. I'm going to open with a prayer from Prayers of Honoring out of Pixie Lighthorse's book. And again, I always have fun with it, right? I like will open it up to see where it lands. And actually say I was like, ooh, the 26th. I'm going to read the one on page 26. Well, there's only odd pages in this one. Even pages are blank. So I'm reading 25 because that's what felt right. Honoring right medicine. Thank you for this resplendent day bursting with healing possibilities. Let us get drunk just on your love today. To lie in your grasses remembering a time before fear rules everything and our decisions. Set our hindrances free on the knowing breezes of your mystery. Roll us around in your sweet clover and slough off our frustrations and regrets. Share your precious language with us so that we can speak softly to ourselves in our healing processes. Be a reminder above us and below us to hold sorrow and grief in one hand and great wisdom and joy in the other. Teach us how to make room for both in our hearts, knowing that we cannot deny either of them. Bring our hands to our hearts to honor how we've matured in acceptance of this truth. Guide our sweet hands to flush our false medications and step toward the real healing, the triple crown of divinity, humanity, and the pure energy which electrifies and animates everything. Whisper to us the truth of what is real, what to tend, what to feed, and what to pay attention to. Sometimes we forget. Align us with your sun's rays, your big waves, your beautiful clouds. Put us in the direct line of action. Give us the awareness to know that our way has been prepared for us. Give us the courage to face it all. We are so open to receive from you. And even before we fully feel fully studied, we will begin giving back in gratitude. This we promise. Bless all of the mothers and the fathers who brought us here too. Bless their shortcomings and oversights and help us to forgive. 
show us that our hearts were inflicted by those who we who were hurt and guide us to heal so that we can stop those legacies from passing on again. Show us that what hurts deeply today is most often what hurt tremendously from long ago. Give us the skill and the hope to make a new way for ourselves. Implant us, implant in us the divine gift of care that we may extend our compassion to all who live. That's honoring right medicine. Gorgeous, right? Okay, so get your journals out. I have my journal out with you guys, and we are going to take a peek at the last couple weeks since we did our new moon intentions and even look back, um, back to the Aquarius full moon. And just take a peek. Um, let's see here. Go ahead and take two minutes to write down what we did. You know, again, we don't take the time to celebrate all the time. So celebrate what we did do in the last two weeks, two to four weeks. And just start writing down some things you're really grateful for about that time. Two minutes. to include in there anything that you're ready to release or that you're celebrating that you released during that time as well. I'm just going to unmute the lines real quick and just see if um, anybody would like to share something that popped up for them that they're grateful for or whatever. (laughs) Whatever you want to share. I am grateful you have for change. Change. You got a new job. I did. Hopefully we'll have time at the end where we can all kind of chat and catch up. Yeah. Awesome. 
change. I love that. I'm really grateful for clarity. I got some really good clarity after being really confused. <laughs> what about you, Lindsay? I'm really grateful for being held in this space for the, the place I have to live right now and the friends who um, are sharing it with me or sharing their space with me. Um, that's been really powerful in my life. Oh, I love that. You. Okay. Oh, health and support. I love that. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and mute you guys again so you can keep doing what you're doing in the background. And uh, I'm going to go into talking about um, the energy of the sun entering Virgo, the Pisces full moon, and it being a super moon. Super moon. So the only thing really that super moon means is that it is um, the time that the the moon is the closest to the earth or one of the closer times to the earth. So it's even, I mean, the full moon is already potent. <laughs> it's a potent time. There's this light, you know, the ERs are usually more packed during the time of the full moon. Um, it's the time when they would say hysteria was happening, right? And so the full moon is already potent. The super moon makes it that much more potent. So just add that onto what's happening. So an overview of both the sun in Virgo and the moon in Pisces. Um, Kathy Astrology said this, and I loved it. Virgo rules our personal set of tools and techniques that we use to deal with like the everyday life stuff, right? Pisces rules our tools, our tools that we use to deal with our spirituality. So here we got the day-to-day stuff and we got the spirituality. Like how often are we all trying to to manage that anyway? So that's what we're going to have going on. The key to balance lies in identifying and expressing our spiritual needs while maintaining our order in our everyday life. Neglecting either end of the axis will surely backfire. We would either be living in chaos or an excessive order. Right? Is like, can we all identify with that? Like, when we totally get into the spiritual and the woo, like, everything else seems so mundane and we are, don't want to tend to it, the everyday stuff. Or we're in that mood where it's like every little detail and we're taking care of everything that's happening in life. Lisa Michael says the full moon in Pisces and the sun in Virgo brings a deep connection to the sacred in all areas of your life. You guys know that I about floated out of my chair when I read that, right? I'm like, yay, sacred. Um, so it really is a beautiful connection to the sacred in all areas. She says this energy calls for the development of a loving, caring, and compassionate heart committed to serving humanity. So a couple of different takes there on the moon in Pisces and the sun in Virgo. So... The sun entering Virgo, we just came out of it in, in Leo. And so in my email, I shared that. It's like it's been this, like, month of just being, right? Like, Leo's, we just want to be, and that's my sun sign. We just want to shine and be and, you know, be all good with that. 
um, Virgos are more doers. They are, it's about the everyday, the focus turns to the details in our life. And this is, again, that practical day-to-day, everyday concern. So it can sound really boring, but, again, taking care of the details, right, frees us up so that we can create space for the new. Um, I laughed when I read this because I'm like, yeah, if you filed an extension on your taxes, it's time to finish them up now. So, like, clean up any of your unfinished business during the sun um, in Virgo. So the sun, where the moon changes every two to three days, the sun stays in for the whole, like, for a month. So sun in Virgo is going to be here for a month, and then our moon will change throughout um, the, the moon phase, the month, right? So Pisces full moon, when is it exactly? It is Saturday the 29th. It occurs at 11.35 a.m. here on the east west coast, 2.35 p.m. on the east coast. Your three-day creation window is going to start this Friday, again, 11.35 a.m. Pacific, 2.35 Eastern. So we have a couple days before that happens. So, again, we're kind of doing the pre-planting of the seeds and seeing what's coming up. Um, I highly encourage you to revisit it during that time because sometimes that's when you'll get the clarity of, oh, my gosh, no, these are the seeds I'm planting. It's so fun because we're playing in the dirt right now, and that's going to help you have clarity on what seeds you do want to plant during that three-day creation window. So kind of fun. I always share this with you guys because I'm still learning it as well. Pisces ruled by Neptune. What is Neptune? Neptune governs what inspires you. It's the planet that inspires you and where you're easily deceived. It's about illusion, confusion, imagination, and creativity. Neptune, if there's an I statement for Neptune, it says I dream. And so that's where you can see if you are always in Pisces energy, we can get lost in that dreamy phase and the chaos because we're more energy is up versus that Virgo grounding that is down. So it's um, it's a really actually kind of a cool energy for this full moon. In general, when Pisces is in the moon at any time, full moon, new moon, any time throughout the month, it's a time of emotional sensitivity, compassion, intuition, susceptibility to psychic impressions. So this is like, if you're tuned into your third eye or you're connected to spirit or your inner wisdom, you know, don't be surprised if you're getting downloads. Um, imagination and creativity are at their peak. It's a great time for spiritual pursuits of all kinds. Um, and the thing to watch for, because, right, everything has a light and a dark, a light and a shadow, the thing to watch for with Pisces is overindulgence and escapism. So avoiding, you know, um, um, there's another word I was looking for, avoiding and, anyway, it's not coming to me, that's all right. So this full moon, there is a lot out there. You know, I always kind of turn to those resources that I like. We all have different flavors and styles. Mine is more in one that lifts you up. You know, I know that there's a lot of people that do a lot of the heavy, dark shadow work, and that's wonderful. I am not one of those people. I'm definitely going to say shine the light on there in the book, um, but I'm not going into the deeper, darker 
heard of it. So, like, there was one by the Elephant Journal, which I love Elephant Journal, but it was like, it's an emotional apocalypse, you know? It's like, this full, this full moon is totally bringing hysteria into every area of your life, and that is great to know, but I'm also going to shine the light on where you choose to put your attention and how you can use the full moon um, to your advantage, right? So it's good to know that because then you can be aware. Like, holy crap, this weekend, if you're, like, totally emotionally all over the place, it's the perfect time to come back to yourself, right? Do what we did at the beginning. Ground, connect with source, call back your energy. Come here. Molly Hall says this. I'm just going to read Molly Hall and Lisa Michaels. Um, Molly Hall says it's been good. This is a good time to rededicate yourself to your best choices. Invite your allies, seen and unseen, to guide you. So calling on your spirit guides, your angels, you know, the archangels. Um, call on them to guide you to rearrange and sort the pieces into new form. Pisces is a mutable sign, so making it about, um, it makes it about dissolving, appearing, and disappearing fluid, you know, that fluid form. So um, I'm just going to do one thing here real quick. I'm going to check in. Lindsay, are you still there? Lindsay? Mm-hmm. Okay. I just want to make sure because it looked like Kelly had dropped off. So I was like, ooh, the one bad thing about having you on mute and not knowing how to unmute you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Lisa Michael says this is a great time to spend um, tuning, really tuning into the messages life is bringing you from your dreams the signs, the symbols you notice around you, your inner guidance. So whatever's happening in your world right now that you kind of keep getting those notions, you know, spend some time tuning into those. It's time to pay attention to the images that rise to the surface of your awareness from the watery depths of your unconscious. You especially want to listen to your dreams during this window. Take time during this full moon to connect to spirit and see how source is flowing into your life. Pray, meditate, journal, imagine the best life you can for yourself and the world around you. So there is that piece of humanity here. This is a super powerful time to dream a life on behalf of the collective, a life filled with compassion, peace, and a strong connection to nature. So the other um, link that is in your email is from Astrophiles. I actually posted it on Facebook on my main page as well. But if you want to be uplifted, read it. It's eight uplifting ways to mine the divine. So it was a really fun read. So that will be a fun one for you to take a look at as well. So personal action suggestions from um, some intention ideas, personal intentions from Lisa Michaels. Focus on what it feels like when your dreams are fulfilled and magnetize them to you from that vibration. So again, right, that's like imagining and tuning into what that feels like, and then when you feel that in your whole body, you attract it to you. 
Um, intuitively determine what ceremony or follow steps you need to take toward your creations. Apply more compassion to yourself and your relationships. Spend time in reflection and renewal. Connect to the divine and ask for any spiritual guidance needed. Fill into your creative energy and express it in a way that helps you make your hopes or dreams a reality. And the last one, notice how you can contribute your caring, loving energy to help others in need. Okay, so business ideas. Fill into how your business could better serve humanity. Then let Virgo help you determine the steps you need to take towards those ideas. Tune into how you can bring a greater level of spirituality into your business. Apply your intuition to your business. Notice what needs adjusting. Connect to how you're feeling about your career and tune into your dreams around your business. Spend time imagining what you want your business to be like and take note. Create from your dreaming. I feel like a lot of these are kind of saying the same thing, but in different words. Um, because one, one or two may resonate with you. Look around your business to see where you could be more creative. Write your insights in your journal and then implement. So Virgo, helping us implement. I love it. Contemplate, pray, and meditate on the contribution you are making in the world. Ask for the next level to be revealed to you. Ta-da! Those are some business ideas. All right. So before we go ahead and journal, I just want to check in. Any questions? Go ahead and mute you again. And we're going to free write for five minutes. Instead of me asking a bunch of questions and journaling for on each of them, I just want you to free write for five minutes. Everything I shared, what spoke to you most, what intuitive tips did you receive? Um, how is your connection to spirit? How does spirit want you to connect? What needs to be finished? Is there anything left undone? So go ahead. We have five minutes. We're just going to free write. be surprised at what comes up. See if you can keep your pen flowing without picking it up.
have about a minute left. Okay. As you finish up, my last word is coming out. <laughs> I had to write it down. Um, as we finish that up, now let's just take two minutes. Maybe we only need one, but we'll, we'll just do two. Two minutes. I already started it. Um, what are some possible seeds that want to be planted this full moon? From what you just wrote, maybe it already came out, but just ask the question, what are some possible seeds that want to be planted? Oh, perfect. Perfect on my end. <laughs> I literally just finished my last thing. Oh, I'm really excited. I love doing this with you guys because oh, things show up. So take a minute. Now we're just going to take one minute to go back and read everything that we wrote. So go ahead. Take a Take a look. And your free right and your intentions.
So let's go ahead. Go ahead and bless these intentions. Okay. Laying your hands on the pages that you wrote. Having just read those words that came out of you. Go ahead and scoop them up into your hands with a soft and strong blow. Release them to the universe as the precedes of the Pisces super full moon. <sighs> Allowing them to help you gain clarity to the actual seeds you're going to plant in this upcoming three-day creation window. And so it is. Hmm. And so it is beautiful. So I wanted to say just a little bit about sacred words. Again, in my email, I shared this. And I wanted to share, you know, my words, sacred, reverent, spacious, warmth, and slow. Be warm, warmth, spaciousness, slowness. Oh, my gosh. I, I, those words are so me right now. And I want you to have those words, too. And you might already have one. But what I thought was so cool was how my words started out very different at the beginning of the year. And it's funny because I really kind of, I, I, I love them and I love the idea of them. And I loved wild and untamed. It was like, yeah, you know, things seem to be, you know, kind of untamed and wilded within me. Well, I think that it did plenty of that. <laughs> So here I am back with sacred and slow and warm and spacious, and it feels so good to be home again. I mean, those how I, I want those words to evoke something in you, and for me, they invoke that I'm home again. And so thinking about everything, for me, this is how I come up with my words, and it's a blend of a lot of things I've done over the years. Um, but it kind of reminds me of Daniel Steele's old book, um, Style Statement, that she co-wrote with a gal. And it really, I thought about a lot of the questions and chapters in that book, and it pertains to this. Because it's like, like, what are the clothes that you wear? Oh, my gosh, when I think about my clothes, they're sacred. There's such gratitude and reverence for them. Um, not every day. Don't get me wrong. And there's plenty of days that I don't. But I think about I wear these mala beads on my wrist. Um, I have this leather um, band that I wear around. I have my rings are, you know, um, my rings and my necklaces are, are either stone. And I, I reach for the ones that want to be worn that day because they help me with, you know, sharing my voice or tapping into my creativity or embodying the magic and the mystery. And so all of those things, when I think about that, it's very, that the clothes that I wear are sacred. They're, they're spacious. I love flowy clothes. They're spacious. They're warm. They feel so good against my skin, right? And there's, um, you know, I don't know if my clothes are, are slow, <laughs> but they create this slowness in me. Like, I love the way that when I walk and I'm, you know, I'm not moving in that hurried way, but I'm moving in this slow way, it's just, they feel so good against me. So, like, it's the clothes that I wear, the space that I live in, the people I meet. I want there to be a slowness and a warmth and a spaciousness. I want it to be a sacred conversation, right? Um 
the things that you want to talk about, the foods you eat, um, the people that you love, that you connect with or want to connect with. You know, you start looking at all those things and kind of seeing either what they all have in common or that little thread of what you want them to have in common. So I just wanted to share that with you. It's like those feelings that you, like these words make me want to get up in the morning. And, you know, I just like, I want to get up and I want to feel the warmth and the slowness. And I do. I get up and I let my dogs out. National Dog Day, by the way. And I uh, posted a picture picture of my dogs right before (laughs) our call. You can see them on Facebook or Instagram. Um, God, I love my dogs. Um, But anyway, you know, I get up and I feed them and I water my vegetables and I water the flowers and I make a cup of tea and, you know, I just, I give myself that time in the morning because I choose to. If I have to get up earlier because I have an 8 o'clock something, which doesn't happen very often because I'm very conscious about what I'm creating and putting in my schedule, but I will get up even earlier just so I can have that time. I meditate. It's a very sacred time. You know, my puppy, oh, my puppy's in here with us right now. Um, and he loves to sleep, you know. So I'm like, while I'm meditating, while I have these calls, he gets to be with me. There's a warmth to that, right? There's a ah. So anyway, I want to share that with you. And as I share that with you, I'm super excited to unmute the lines now um, and circle with you. Actually, you know what I think I'm going to do? Um, I'm going to go ahead and we're going to circle after I end the recording. And that's when I'll pull cards and we'll talk about what came up for you and we'll share that. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Okay. What I do want to do, though, before I end the recording and we close the circle is pull a healing ruin. I love these. And this is for us. What do we most need right now as a group? And during the Pisces, ooh, it looks like an arrow, like a straight-on arrow. Courage. Courage is our guidance. So this is a little lengthy. Let me see what part I am going to read, maybe the whole thing. Courage is faith in action. Drawing this ruin indicates that you are being asked to recognize and honor the courage and strength of your own spirit. As you do, you will grow in the understanding necessary to continue traveling the road you have chosen and to face with wisdom whatever challenges life brings. Anyone who has been sorely tested, suffered through the death of a loved one, being critically ill, recovered from an addiction, or broken the silence of spousal abuse, knows well the courage it takes to heal. The insight from these transforming experiences gives us hope and teaches us that the reward for courage is wisdom. If it is the past that troubles you, know that the past is often healed by a courageous heart and mind. 
Are you being asked to make a leap of faith into an uncertain future? If so, consider the circle of the ruins where courage lies between acceptance and prayer. I love that. So the one right before this is acceptance, the one right after it is prayer. Thus, the oracle is saying, if you react to the present situation with panic or denial, there is no place for courage to take hold. If the challenge confronting you feels overwhelming, think upon those who have faced great adversities with grace and pray for their example to inspire you. Reading the whole thing here, you guys. (laughs) Time and again, the true test of courage is to live rather than to die to survive the period of crisis and complete your healing. Take comfort also from this. There is intimacy with the divine arising from the small grave acts that help us through each day. For some, receiving this ruin may be a reminder to reach out and ask for help. Taking the risk of reaching out is one of those brave acts of daily courage. For others, the ruin of courage announces that the cycle of sorrow and pain has finally come to an end. Be at peace with your healing. You have walked the path of true courage. Now it is time to go out in the world and live the life you were born to live. So it is. I will take a picture of that and post it in our group. So let's go ahead and join hands for this recorded portion. As we circle around, give thanks to the moon and its magic, honoring her phases and connecting with her guidance. Still kind of swaying as we're holding hands, right? So divinely feminine. Taken by your mystery and infusing ourselves with it, we say to the moon, we ask that you shine your light and love upon our deepest desires. Let them be in our best and highest good. This is something better, and so it is. Blessed be. Mm. Thank you for being here, you guys. What a beautiful time. All right. For those of you live on the call, hang on. I'm going to end the recorded portion. See you in the forums. 